You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Brother and sister Abigail and John Mark Sow, members of the Family Sow Band, are my guests on this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about life as a family band, their origins, and their new recording project, Same Kind of Different. So I am speaking with Abigail and John Mark. Is it Sowell? Did I say it right? That's right. right. Sowell. Sowell. And the Sowell Family Band. And uh, you guys are in Knoxville? Uh, Yes, sir. Knoxville, Tennessee. All right. Well, good. I'm two for two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys for... um, uh, spending a few minutes talking with us on the uh, the podcast today. Um, so tell me, uh, you, you guys are a family band um, and younger, right? All siblings? Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. That's right. All siblings. All six siblings. Okay. And age range from where to where? Uh, 23 to 13. Cool. Okay. So uh, when did you guys start? Who came up with the idea? How did this happen? Well, uh, it kind of just happened, you know what I mean? Um, uh, our first show was in uh, 2010, and uh, we were all really young back then. And uh, we uh, were playing with uh, Dixieland Jazz Banjo Orchestra at the time. And uh, that's uh, how we started, actually, before we got into bluegrass and Americana. Okay. Uh, we uh, played Dixieland Jazz music, and uh, the director couldn't make a show, and... Uh, he knew that uh, we weren't in school, we were homeschooled, and uh, he asked us to perform at a nursing home. And uh, it was just us, just the kids, and uh, we went there and uh, filled in uh, for him. And then the word kind of got around, and people started calling us, and uh, that's how it happened. And then uh, we transitioned to bluegrass in about 2013, and we've been full-time on the road now for about four years. So... 2010. That's 10 years ago. Ago. So you, you guys. I, I'm assuming w- were some of you not in the band yet? Uh, some of us. Uh, yeah, some of us were uh, pretty young. I was actually five at the time. Right. <laughs> and uh, my my younger brother was three. So uh, it was really only the four oldest: uh, Jacob, Joshua, Naomi, and Abigail. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so how how did you get into Dixieland jazz. That's a uh, kind of a uh, two different ends of the spectrum almost. Well, um, when we were very young, like younger than 22, <laughs> um, um, mom and dad, our parents, um, they wanted us to um, learn music, to that to be our extracurricular activity really so that we could learn music together, play together, not be so spread out, one doing sports, one doing dance or something like that. Right, right. So we um, all started on the piano when we were about five years old. Okay. And um, living in Texas at the time, we heard about a youth um, Dixieland Jazz Band Orchestra of sorts, um, and the teacher, um, he offered free free lessons, um, free admission, basically, to this being a part of this group. Uh-huh. And so we thought it was 
a great way to um, really learn new instruments, um, to learn how to play with other people, yeah. um, and to really do what we love to do, which is play music. Yeah. And so in, that's how we started in Dixieland Jazz, and so when we started playing together as a band, as just a family, um, that's what we knew. But when we heard bluegrass music, we um, fell in love with that. Yeah. Um, and so we slowly transitioned to full-time bluegrass. Did you have any idea what Dixieland jazz was when, when you got into that originally? Uh, not really. Yeah. Um, uh, my, the oldest two were eight and seven at the time, and uh, it was music, so it was, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it was like, you know, let's try it. And uh, Mom and Dad were like, you know, if you don't like it, you don't have to continue sure. in it. But uh, yeah. Jacob and Joshua fell in love with it, and uh, we were a part of the band until 2012. Okay. So how did you discover bluegrass? How did that come about? Well, uh, in at Silver Dollar City in uh, 2006, uh, we saw Rhonda Benson and the Rage yeah. at the Opera House there in uh, Silver Dollar City. And uh, my oldest brother, Jacob, who is now the banjo player, um, asked Mom and Dad on the way home if he could learn how to play the five-string banjo. And uh, <laughs> he cool. didn't really get the chance until about oh9 uh-huh. And Jacob was actually, uh, wouldn't you say, he was kind of the first one to uh, get into bluegrass. Isn't that right, Eddie? He, he was the catalyst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I, uh, me and Abigail uh, wanted to pick up the uh, fiddle. And uh, actually, we started on the violin. We started with Suzuki Violin Lessons uh-huh. in 2012. And uh, about six months in, it was, really wasn't our style. Classical music really wasn't our thing. So uh, we looked into getting a bluegrass and swing fiddle teacher uh, locally, close to where we lived. And uh, that's how I started in bluegrass fiddle. And then everyone kind of started uh, learning the bass, learning the guitar, learning the mandolin. And it all kind of just happened. Yeah. That's cool. So I think I heard you right. You said you've you've sort of been full time since 2013. Is that right? Uh, no, um, we started bluegrass in 2013, but we really just started getting full time about uh, late 2016. Okay, so just the last couple of years then. So full full time is that is in it's a full time job for some of you, or just full time? It's a full time family project. They kind of both, um, but it is. Basically, the main source of income for all of the four oldest, and of course, being justice coming up. But um, this is this is our thing. This is our full time job. Yeah, that's awesome. So, how many dates do you guys find yourself playing on a regular basis every year? Um, we stick around about a hundred to one hundred and twenty a year. Okay. Um. So we we enjoy doing it. We play a lot on the weekends, um, but here and there in the middle of the week, whenever uh, we get the opportunity to perform for for people. And do you is it mostly in the Tennessee area, or do you guys get to travel and branch out some into some of the other states? Oh, there's there's definitely some branching out. Uh, we uh, we've been as far west as uh, New Mexico and Colorado. Um, and even got a California booking coming in the works. And okay. uh, we've been uh, to New England, Maine, down south, definitely since we uh, grew up in Texas. So we definitely play in a lot of states and uh, travel definitely a lot. And uh, so I think I heard right, some some of you are 
post high school and some of you are still doing high school studies, middle school studies. Is that right? Yes, sir. Um, the four oldest in the band um, are 19 and up. And so we have all graduated high school and do some online courses here and there. Um, and the younger two are in high school and um, late Middle school. Middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So somewhere around there. So do you, do the the older of your group want to pursue college or is music kind of where you want to be right now for a little while? Um. Well, whether we pursue online courses or um, college or anything like that, music is definitely where we want to be. Um. So we always try to take it with the prayer and whatever. Um. We believe the Lord wants us to go. We yeah. do that, and so we'll see. But right now, we're pursuing music and yeah. that career. So, so long term, you are doing what you want to be doing, as far as you know at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What's it like playing with uh, with a band that you're related to? Everybody. How does how does that translate into moving around from show to show and 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 having to come home together? Are all of you still in the same house, same same area? Yes, uh, all of us are, are living together um, in Knoxville, and um, you know it 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 plays a, a very important part because I think it's uh, very convenient that we can just practice whenever we want to. If we um, a couple of us. Um, couple of my siblings went to uh, Europe uh, for a couple of weeks, and, you know, it was kind of weird having just, like, about half of us at home, Mm -hmm. and, um, but it's definitely, uh, it's a a convenience to have everybody at home where we can practice together, uh, build each other up, you know, and uh, the older help the younger, and uh, it's just, doesn't, I mean, there's not a lot of it's usually like what you would say is conflicts because you know they're going to happen. Sure, that yeah. happens in the family because, and that actually makes us stronger as a band. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, musically, is it is it all gospel or or do you mix it up with some of the traditional older tunes? I think I I, I read where you guys actually write some of your music. Is it what 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 is the predominant um, uh, of uh, style that you guys are playing on a regular basis. We like to uh, we like to define it as acoustic because I mean we never really uh, use electric instruments, right? So I mean we will play traditional bluegrass, some progressive, and like you said, some gospel. And uh, our new album coming out has uh, a bunch of original music on it, so we definitely have a good balance. Um, but I say. We're basically all around bluegrass, a uh, little bit of country, so basically you could say acoustic. Okay. <laughs> we like to, Go ahead. We like to say we play uplifting music, so whether um, it's gospel or not, it just brings some people joy and laughter, good humor. That's what we try to do. So there is some forethought even in the, I guess to use the word secular, in into those songs that you pick. Then you're 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 picking songs that you feel like fit with with the message that you guys want to put out. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. Who's the songwriter in the family or songwriters? 
Um, everybody plays a little hand in that. Yeah. Um, I'd say the most predominant would be um, uh, Joshua, who's the second oldest, and um, maybe uh, me and you are kind of up there too. I'm I'm more on the uh, you know the melody side. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's cool that we can write songs together like three or four of us or just two or three because some of us are very strong in melody and others are very strong in lyrics so you know um i think all of us throw our hand in that but um definitely some do it more than others so when you're when you have a handful of songs that you've written and you're you're getting ready to put a new album together how's the process and in picking the music, do you have someone that's sort of the leader, or is it more of a democratic process when you're picking the songs that you're going to record? Oh, we for for a family band, there's got to be someone who has the final say, and that one would be our oldest, uh, Jacob, who's the banjo player. Like I said uh-huh. earlier, he's uh, we look to him as the band leader, even though you know it's not like a uh, dictatorship. Dictatorship, dictatorship. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. but. Um, we all, like, uh, we'll listen because we get gotten songwriters' pitches songs as well. Sure. So we'll sit down and listen to those. And, uh, you know, some some songs that we really want on the album just don't make it. But I'd say that um, we all uh, just will sit down and talk about it. Uh, and for uh, the last couple of albums, we've really decided on the tone we want to set for the album. Mm-hmm. And uh, for... Uh, for us, personally, it's always good for someone to have the final say. So we're usually around the same thought process. Yeah. And usually all of us love a song or don't like a okay. song. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So you guys uh, have have won some awards and, and industry uh, acknowledgments. And is that was that something that you... Uh, were striving for, or or was it a surprise that you were able to to do that so quickly? You know, as you started into bluegrass, I would say the latter. It kind of you know came as a surprise. Uh, come as a surprise. You know, you don't really expect that. You know, when you're um, when you get that opportunity, it's always great to have that. And uh, like uh, a band contest or something that. Well, like that for us personally we just like to do it for fun because you know it doesn't matter if you win or you know you get second because you know that can always be hard when you're that close you know what i mean but um i'd say i'd say we were not expecting um uh the uh accomplishments that we have achieved the last few months yeah but we still do our best to um to give our best do our best to give our best yeah (laughs) so that you know it's nice to be acknowledged for doing your best and, and have your industry peers, you know, notice that you guys are working so hard. So that's neat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the new record is not out. I think you said it's going to be out in February. It's called Same Kind of Different. Tell me a little bit about that process of that, putting that together, the kind of music that's on it. The, uh, this album has, uh, it's been labor of love. Uh, we've been working on it for the last few months, and uh, we had the privilege to work with the amazing uh, Ben Isaacs and Mark Capps as producer and yeah, engineer on it. that's cool. And, uh, yes, and uh, the music, um, like I said, has a bunch of new original songs on it, uh, five we wrote ourselves, and uh, there's only a couple that uh, weren't, that we didn't write or weren't pitched 
to us. Mm-hmm. But um, the uh, we recorded it back in September, and we're hoping to uh, release it uh, late February. Okay. And um, have you have anything to say about the album? Um, like we said before, um, the album is consists of a lot of uplifting music, um, songs that can be considered gospel, songs that um, have just that gospel flair but aren't exactly gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, we're excited um, about bringing it to our fans, bringing it to the industry. Um, just a lot of excitement there is the release date is coming up. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, so when you guys get a chance to just relax and do your own thing and listen to whatever you want to listen to, do you have a particular style maybe outside of bluegrass that you enjoy just listening to? Um, we, uh, we listen to a lot of different kind of music. Um, I mean, uh, Armand grew up in the eighties, so she has, uh, She's definitely introduced us to all the 80s greats as Queen, Michael Jackson, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, we'll listen to some pop and rock here and there because, you know, it's good to uh, have a variety. Sure. Because, yeah. uh, you can't get better than good old bluegrass and uh, folk and stuff like that. But, you know, it's you can always get great, amazing ideas from other yeah. genres. So I'd say the most listened to genre besides um, acoustic Americana um folk, bluegrass, stuff like that would uh, definitely be pop. Do you ever get the uh, uh, compulsion to to work up one of those as a cover? Have you done that yet? We actually have. We've worked up a few of them. Okay. Um, We love connecting with our generation. Uh And unfortunately, um, a lot of the music nowadays is... um, well, it's studio-based, you know. Uh-huh. You have all those tune vocals and artificial music, right. and um, we just want to be able to take the songs they love and introduce it in an acoustic way and mm. hopefully connect with them and make a new fan of bluegrass that way. And yeah. so, um, yes, we've done that a lot. Do, do you have a yeah, f- favorite one that you have uh, reinterpreted? I guess that's the word. Um, I think one of our favorites is Mean by Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, that's always a fun one. Yeah. Do Do you sense the audience responding to to that when you do that? Do you Do you feel it pulling a younger generation sometimes? Uh, yes. We We definitely can feel that, and uh, it's a great feeling to know that you know, um, you're reaching all ages. And uh, it depends, it really depends on the crowd, you know, we'll kind of feel it out and uh, see if there's like more of a younger audience will do it. And then if it's not, you know, we'll stick to more traditional acoustic stuff like that. But um, like, uh, like at uh, when we perform at places like Silver Dollar City, when there's in the summer and there's like a lot of youth will pull out those pop songs to really draw them in and uh, get them a feel of, you know, them uh, play acoustically. Yeah. We've seen some of them start singing along, and it always makes you feel good when yeah. you look out and see the people singing along to yeah. the music. That's awesome. That's cool. Yes, sir. 
So the, the new record is same kind of different, and again, that'll be out in February. It's the Sal Family Band. How can people find you, reach out? What's the website? Where can they get the new record when it's out, or maybe pick up some of your earlier stuff? All right, so they can uh, check out the website at thefamilysal.com, and uh, uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, the band is The Family Sal. Uh so visit thefamilysalad.com to get some of our albums. And uh, as uh, you just heard, our new album should be on there uh, come February and March. And I'm uh, really looking forward to that one. And uh, also you can check us out on social media. Make sure to uh, check out our Instagram at uh, the Family Style Officially. And also you can find us on Facebook and Twitter as well. And that's S-O-W-E-L-L. And I presume that your travel schedule uh, is there as well. People can maybe find out where they'll where you'll be close to them. Yes, sir. Twenty twenty tour dates are up on the website. So uh, if you want to come see us live, make sure you check there. Great. Well, thank you, guys. It's been fun, and I uh, certainly wish you well with the new record, and uh, and and look forward to uh, catching you guys play somewhere. Thank you. Thank you. So good talking to you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.